Hey guys, welcome back to Wondering Faith, a show where we discuss all the things that faith makes us wonder. Today, Paul and I sat down and we were wondering, is online church really church? Hope you enjoy. Wonder does abound, even amidst the confusion and troubles in this fragile but precious world. You know, there's a, we go. there's a little bit of like, I don't know, irony with this question because we are talking virtually. Talking here. online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our online conversations, really conversations. Uh, is it really? Yeah. If a tree falls in a woods. Yeah. yeah. If a conversation's had online, is it really heard? Is it? Yeah. Oh, but no, well, I know we weren't maybe initially planning to talk about this, but I am excited to talk about this. And as you mentioned before this is pretty timely coming on the it is third uh, anniversary of when the world shut down and everyone went online right yeah no it's wild right wild to think about three years ago and yeah that 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 first weekend where church was online and we again churches have been streaming for many years but that was the time that like a lot of churches that never had that had to you know quick scramble figure out what they were going to do. And it really forced the conversation of what is church. Uh, and, and then what are the tools that obviously that our culture has and, and how are we allowed to, or how should we steward them and use them? And, and so then that, yeah, that brings a question of, okay, so is online church church? And then maybe mm. again, which maybe it helps us evaluate, you know, well, what is church exactly? And what's the function of church? What's the purpose of church? And, and when, you know, gathering in one setting or another, how does that, how does that work? So I, I'm excited to talk about it too because I, we weren't, yeah, we weren't planning on talking about this at all, but it just kind of came up in the pre-conversation, and we're like, let's, yeah, let's do this, let's try this one. Yeah. So, so what do you think? I mean, do we have a do we have an initial reaction of is online church really church? My initial reaction is that um, that I I definitely think it's different than maybe more of a typical um, in person kind of gathering in, in an in-person community. Right. Um, and so I at least acknowledge a difference, a pretty, um, not even just distinct from each other, but I really do think they're they're pretty, pretty different. And some people would disagree with right. that. So I'll go ahead and say that. And um, I also think it's like, maybe not the ideal. Um, right. And maybe I, like one way I'd look at it is, just like with how um, St. Paul, when he was writing some of his letters from prison, how he would write that, you know, I wish I was there with you in person, but you know, right. I'm going to make, you know, use the best technology I have of like pen and paper to write this letter, you know, so right. like you, he was using the technology to still have some kind of connection that worked out really well for us to have, you know, right. his letters and stuff. But um Again, the fact that he acknowledged that it is better to be maybe together in person, and there's something about that. Um, so that's like generally where where I fall. So like, is it is it really church? Um, <laughs> that's there's probably more unpacking than for me to just say a flat out yes or no. But I'd say I prefer um, in person church. I wouldn't put all my eggs in the basket of trying to create an online church community. Right. Well, so this is the thing is, that, is you hear things like if you don't move online, your church is, you know, falling behind or, or something like that or or uh, and obviously that was quite literally the response or the reaction when COVID when we had to had to move online. And so I do think that the church has an opportunity to use the tools that exist and online. If you know, if your church doesn't have either a website or just an opportunity to connect to people that want to be able to connect and want to search out a potential, you know, Christian community or a, a church community. Otherwise, I think obviously those are tools that are needed. But then, yeah, the question of is that church? And I think what you said is I actually just this past weekend was preaching on Paul's relationships that he had, and the uh, you know I counted from or I tried to count the names of the people from like Acts nine uh, when you know in his mm. conversion all the way through Acts twenty one where he was you know uh, Acts twenty two where he right before he kind of went into to Jerusalem rather. And I counted right around 38 names and there's other groups of people too, but that's like, you know, Paul and Silas and Sosthenes and Sopater and, and Barnabas and Timothy and, you know, all sorts of different people. 
And if I ever have a son, three. I'm gonna name him Sopater. <laughs> so, dude, he is gonna hate you. <laughs> Regal, he'll love his life. Regal, yeah. Sosthenes is Sosthenes is pretty good though. I like that one. That's, that one's, hey, that one's little Sosthenes, one. Sosthenes. But but no, just the, and then reflecting on the fact that you no, know, the church is not just information, right? The church is relationship. It's relationship first and foremost. Yeah, connected to the person of Jesus, but also connected by Jesus to one another. And yes, you can connect online, but I think all of us, all of us collectively are feeling a anemic uh, church that is just kind of surface level connected. If it's just about information online and like, okay, I can, I can get like, again, if, it, if it's just online church and it's like, I can get the word, uh, the preaching of the word on online. Well, who, what church do you go to? Because there are a ton of fantastic preachers. Yeah. I happen to be a preacher, but there's thousands of better preachers out there that people could go and get better information, more academic understanding, more, you know, uh, just funny or, or, or whatever, whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for a particular, you know, bit of information, it's people that all know the gospel and love Jesus. And so why would you, uh, yeah, why would you connect to a church, uh, if, it, if it's just information? Um, Whereas what I think back when COVID happened, right, there was the, there was the relational element of, man, I, I can't be in my church. I can't be with my church. And so, but now I somehow kind of can, I can be connected to them via this online mechanism. Um, and there, there, there was this sense of, of community that existed uh, in that time where, where there was isolation, there was connectivity, but is that then the goal or, or do we now say, okay, well, that's, that's, that's where we're going to go entirely is all this entire, you know, online community. And um, yeah, pointing point is that the end goal or is the end goal embodied relationships, right? Is the end goal uh, actual vulnerability <laughs> because we can hide uh, if you're online, you can hide pretty easily. And mm. we do that all the time. Like uh, we, I, I guess you could do that in, you know, person to person relationships too. That's anybody can hide if they want to, but harder to hide in, in, in person. Right. Uh, but, but yeah, so is is online church church? Uh, well, yeah, but also, yeah, no, not not in its entirety, right? Like it's it's uh, um, it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like are we in the new creation? Well, no, now and not yet, right? Like there's there's a fullness of relationship that we well that we 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 have all of Christ now, but we don't see him face to face, right? Like mm. we, you know, like there's this. Okay, we have it, but not entirely. So uh, we're still waiting for that for the for the resurrection, waiting for that uh, you know communion with God in a in a in a complete type of way. And so, will we ever just say, "Hey, no, no, this is the entirety of it"? Uh, this, um, yeah, is online church good? Uh, is is online you know offering um, people to be encouraged by the word? Yeah, for sure, that's awesome. That's a great way to connect people, but it should also draw people to Jesus and draw people to where they see Jesus and experience Jesus in, in community. Um, and that's, uh, something I think our culture needs desperately, even though we don't necessarily know that we do. We think that, we think that churches or, or even just a relationship with God is just an individual thing when it's never meant to be an individual thing. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's a, it's a hard thing. Because again, like the whole worship, like, uh, have you, I don't know if you, we, you know, we worship online, and it's, it's hard to, it's hard to like the song, I mean, even if they stream really well and you can see somebody else worshiping and, 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 and leading worship, they do a great job. It's also hard to like, for me anyway, maybe this is just my own problem. I, I'm not sure if this is just me speaking, but hard, it's hard for me to connect to that. But when I'm, you know, in the sanctuary or in the auditorium or the, or the, the, the meeting space that people are gathering together in the church building and there's voices being raised up together. That's the thing that, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a collective group of people joining their voices together uh, to God. Um, and I, I get, I mean, I guess I know of some people that can worship at home. <laughs> I've heard, you know, they say they sing the songs and they go, I'm like, I, I just never have. I just, yeah, I, 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 never I don't know. Did. And I don't know. Maybe that's my thing. I don't know. But no, it does part of, uh, at the very least, yeah. When you're singing with a group of people, 
you're not so awkwardly aware of your own voice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like you could, you, you That's really fair. in a very real way are just like joining with everyone. You kind of have some moments of the self-forgetfulness that's helpful with worship, I think too, right. when you're right. with the group. Um, yeah, as far as um, when I think about different aspects of church, like you could think about teaching and then preaching and then you know worship, I guess, is like right. where my mind is going. And I think teaching... Um, more that conveying of information, unpacking uh, maybe scripture or truth. Right. Um, I think that is easy enough to um, do well online. Um, right. With video, we we learn uh, through online and through videos. I mean, All TED talks. Yeah. You know, any YouTube right. video. I mean, the teaching aspect. Like, so you're able to teach people. I think very effectively in an online uh, format. Um, right. Preaching, I see is slightly different than teaching because um, there mm. you're trying to apply truth right. to a group of people. You know, you're trying to really speak to a certain group of people and somehow shape them or lead them or whatever it is. Um, and I think that can still be done, but it does require the, I think the, the person who is doing the preaching, if it's done to an online group, for them to really kind of know what's going on uh, to know right. these people in some capacity. Right. Uh, so I still think it can be done, but like I, that's where I, now you start to get into like, you also need some to, to get to know people. And a lot of that getting to know people is easiest done face to face, visiting with people, hanging out with people, talking with people, all that. Um, but then as far as like worshiping, you know, right. uh, I just, I would, <laughs> I would really like, yeah, I got it when that was, we didn't really have much of a choice to uh, be in person and whatever. Um, I'd see it as a, as an, a way to get by. Um, but definitely not the thing that you would want to promote as like the normal weekend week out. Yeah. So, but what about this though? Because I, I, I know people, so like, you know, you probably have, you know, shut-ins at your church, right? That, and some have the ability to stream the service and probably some don't like some have the, you know, the, the technological ability to, to look it up on their phone or, or computer or otherwise, but a lot, you know, sometimes they don't, but for them, those that do right, that when they're unable to get to worship and yes, obviously not, not that, that alone, because then they're also some sort of, you know, either, you know, church member visit, elder visit, pastor visit, so, somebody goes and, and, you know, to them. Um, but they always point back to, man, it was great, you know, and to, to watch worship this, this past weekend. And to, again, to be connected to, uh, to the church. And so like for shut-ins and for people that are, have an inability to, to physically move their bodies to get to a building, then I think that's, I mean, that's, that's a huge opportunity, right? For, and for them, it, it, it is church. It's not, yeah, maybe it's not that it's not ideal for them. Like again, all of them are like, man, I can't wait till I, either I can get back or get out of the hospital or otherwise, but it still is a, it's a lifeline. Right. And, uh, uh, it's a lifeline to them. And I think that's, that's a huge value that we should both celebrate and, uh, I don't know, try to, yeah, better communicate or otherwise. Yeah, no. And I agree. Uh, and I think, like, as you said, those folks um, do fit into that category of um, like when you, when that's all that can be done, whether and a lot of us experienced that in COVID, but then more coming out of COVID um, there's still folks who have that. And so I guess I'd say for worshiping in any kind of online sense should, I feel like it's better to have that be the exception than the norm. Uh, and yeah. so plenty, I think plenty of good exceptions, but like you said, everyone involved would basically agree like, yeah, ideally um, I would be uh, in person. And I think I do, I kind of worry when someone is, is pretty much able to be right. there in person, but they uh, just, you know, full out don't want to ever and kind of uh, they they watch um, kind of as a, as a bystander onlooker 
the worship service. Um, right. And that's the extent of their interaction with the church community. Um, right. You know, and I, that's more of where I see like uh, people who are so busy working or this or that um, where it's like, uh, you know, I like, yeah, COVID shifted around priorities, but maybe not for the better. Or like, are you, are you really making excuses? Or are you just trying to like check a box to, you know, calm your conscience down? Like, right, like right. Doing, doing kind of a bare minimum thing. I don't know. Um, yeah. That's where it's like, uh, I, I don't know. Sometimes I, I, I wonder if it does more harm than good as far as um, how people see and live out their faith. Like, right. For those who really can't get out of their house, like maybe we could have some other solution to help them, you know, worship or whatever, or give them a sense of that. Uh, but then for everyone else, like we're just really encouraged, like, man, like, yeah, yeah, come in person. I don't know. Well, what, what about this too? Because I, and I, I've, I've gone back and forth on this one and I kind of see all the sides of it, I think, um, honestly. And, and I would, you know, uh, there's a, there's a lot of pushback on this. And, and I know there's, it's kind of a theological hot button topic, but, the, the the question of then, so one of the things, one of the functions of the church is gathering together around the promise and the, the sacrament of uh, communion, right? And uh, uh, Christ's body and blood that we, you know, that unites us, we share in the table and, uh, you know, forgiveness in that, in that space. And so then the question being, hey, Sam, because I see both, I really do see both sides to this and uh, because I've heard both kind of like, no, there's never a situation where online communion should be a thing, should not happen. Uh, you know, it, it it's limited to that, to that room. But then I also, you know, see the argument, well, are you really going to limit God's promise to the physical space um, where the, where the words are, are, are read and it, it only, you know, it stops once it hits the walls or is it where the words are, are heard or is it where the, the promise exists? Where does God's promise stop? Right. Is it, is it, about a, a building or, or is it about, I don't know. It, I, again, there's tons of different things probably that we are not necessarily prepared to talk about right now. Um, but maybe we could, I don't know, but that, that's another element to this that I think uh, is interesting for, I mean, for example, when, when we did back three years ago when we had communion um, online, I think I did it the one time when we did it, we did it a bunch of times, but at, at our home, I think I did it on Monday, Thursday with my wife and it was just me and her and then our kids, obviously and their kids are, not old enough to do communion. Um, and then we never really did it again after that because it was like, I was like, I, I just, it, you know, I, yeah, this is a great promise. Yes. I know this, but I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, uh, I can wait until it's, it's time to come back. And I remember the next time that we were doing communion on, at church and everyone was home and we were doing communion, communion time. And, and my daughter came up to me and was like, Hey, are you going to do communion? And I'm like, no, no, not today. And then she went to the, to the, uh, uh, to the kitchen, her little toy kitchen, and, and got a, a a fake chip, and came and handed it to my wife and I, and said, "Jesus forgives you of your sins," and handed it to wow. us. And I was like, "Well, that was communion. Like that was like, <laughs> so I was like, dude, that, yeah, that's that that's the promise, right?" And, and uh, I don't know, it, it was it was that was cool, right? Because my kids are you know seeing what communion is in this way, and again, yes, it's reenacting something they see. But at the same time, I, I don't know. I, I, I never, I never felt like, okay, I really need, maybe man, it's wrong. Maybe I, I need this right here that I can't wait for it uh, to later. I, I don't know. But at the same time, I understand why people do it. And I'm not going to limit God's power. I don't, I don't know if, if we want to get into that question or not, uh, because it's pretty, you know, it's, it's, it's not non-controversial. Right. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I could say I'm I'm glad that COVID's pretty much calmed down. I don't really have to think about that much that, <laughs> anymore. Because <laughs> um, I felt like I could hear, you know, the different sides and the different arguments for or against, like you said. Right. Um, I think I think um, that's really where I come down to. I'd start with that question: Why? Yeah, uh, like you mentioned, of why would you want to do yeah. it? Um, well, so this is the thing. Just recently, somebody somebody said, "Hey, uh, 
I want communion. Uh, and I said, well, I can come I and mean, I can bring you communion. They're like, but they're, you know, their, their immune system was so fragile. Right. And they're going, they were going through, they're like, uh, can, you know, and they're like, can we come, can we come pick it up and, and do this here? It's like, well, honestly, if, 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 if you don't want me to come by, if you want to, if you have bread, you have wine, uh, you know, during, during Sunday morning, while this is happening, if you want to be a part of it more than, you know, more than welcome to know that you are a part of this just from a distance. And, uh, and that was a lifeline for them. And again, I have no problem encouraging them to do that. And, uh, and they were very encouraged by them. They're, you know, faithful, uh, faithful folks. And I, I, again, um, so in that situation, it was like, oh yeah, no, that makes, yeah. Why would I, why would I create a barrier, uh, that God has not created? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, uh, for the, for this, for this promise for people that again, they're, you know, they're, they've been struggling with health for, for, for years and they just desperately wanted to be able to do this. And we're like, okay, well, what, what are the hoops that we have to jump through? And, and again, this, this gets to maybe a bitter, bigger question on communion is what is communion, right? Is it, uh, is it this, it's the mystery made simple, right? It, it's, it's Christ's mystery of, of, of grace for us kind of revealed in, 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 in promised in simple bread and wine, not, not this huge complex, like, wait, I, am I doing it right? Am I saying it right? I mean, yeah, it's the word of God. It's the promise of God. Uh, you know, don't do it in an unworthy manner, which is just, you know, without faith or whatever else, but, um, and repentance, uh, but yeah, so I, I also see where it is a, again, another lifeline situation that you wouldn't want to limit the promise of God when someone's not able to, to come into the presence of other people, right? And, and uh, is God's presence, does it stop where, you know, I, I don't know. And, um, but, um, but I also wouldn't say that would be the, the ideal for every week, right? And that would need, that's not what this guy would say either. He'd be like, no, I want to, I want to be there with the body uh, and, uh, participate as the body and, uh, you know, feast upon his body. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's what I know that he would want, but that, that also takes some kind of pastoral probably discernment. And, uh, uh, whereas you don't always, you don't always know, right. Who's on the other end of the screen, who's watching. Uh, and so I don't know, it's, it's, it, it's a, that's maybe, that's an interesting element of online communion that or online, uh, church, I guess the, the, the concept of communion, which, um, I think complicates things, but, uh, a little bit. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it is extremely relevant to the whole question. Um, especially getting at the point you made earlier that church and worship is more than just, uh, information acquisition. Right. Like there's, yep. there's other things going on. Totally. Like the, uh, you know, is it significant for, a group of people to um, sort of partake in a meal together. And, right. you know, so that's like, yeah, how does that translate um, yeah. over uh, the, the internet or online? And I think, so I do think like, and that's what all this, this, you know, the pandemic and everything kicked loose all these questions and forced all, you know, everyone that's in ministry to uh, really try to, wrestle with that. And I think, um, it's definitely not, uh, all that simple. Um, right. And I, <clears throat> well, it wasn't I, simple either. Like with the Re- reformation, right. It wasn't simple when people had the word to discern for themselves either. Right. Because it was for a long time. I was like, no, like, no, we have it. We're telling you what it is or, or, you know, revealing or hiding you what it is. And so that was a dangerous thing to be able to give people the word of God, right. And, and let people discern what the spirit kind of work in those spaces too. Like, I, I don't know, maybe that's a bad correlation. No, actually, um, I think it's I a great like comparison. Kind of fits. Yeah. I do think it's a good comparison. And what I also think, and this may be a little bit of a hot take, uh, is maybe not that just that like, um, while, that was maybe one of the great achievements of the Reformation, Martin Luther getting the word of God and scripture into, you know, the normal person's, you know, kind of uh, grasp and people could read for themselves all of this. But then it did also kind of open Pandora's box where right. uh, anyone really just could read it and totally interpret it incorrectly. And right. that you, you, he, 
like if the let's say the the boundaries or like the quality control quote unquote of right. you know the church or priests when they were doing a terrible job then right. you know Martin Luther's trying to call that out and saying like you all don't even know what you're doing and you are withholding the gospel from people like right. you know, it's you can read it in the scriptures here um but then maybe he didn't even fully anticipate how people having scripture for themselves i mean it's what led to yeah all kinds of stuff um right well, there's, i mean there's thousands of denominations yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Was, you know it's like interpretations yeah yeah so it's like and that's i do see that as a really um like fitting comparison of kind of like the pros and cons of the online yeah. church thing because um there is sort of a I don't think people don't even know how not to church shop anymore. Like even the most devout Christians, that's just the only way we have to think because we have so many options and like, you know, people go around from church to church, we got a certain checklist of things and we're so, you know, consumeristic, um, but people may have good criteria, but then people also may not have good criteria. Um, Right. Like, so what makes so that's a good question. Then what's a good criteria? Because is it, is it committed to, is it, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to church shop or I'm going to go to a church simply based on where I live and how close I am to it. Because that was, I mean, that, that traditionally, right. That's, that's why you have yeah so many churches, like, especially in the Midwest, I mean, less, less so out we're on the West coast here, but especially in the Midwest, it's, I got so many different churches in a small vicinity because I have to be able to walk to it. I have, you know, I have a Presbyterian church. I have a, you know, I have a uh, Lutheran church. I have a Catholic, I have all these churches nearby. Um, whereas, whereas is that, Again, maybe a denominational identity is is not quite as strong as it once was, right? That's not people aren't necessarily looking for a particular church that has a particular a name attached to it. They're, hope, I mean, theoretically, they're looking, you know, for a, a church with a maybe, yeah, like you said, like a, a either you know preaching or worship or children's ministry or, or something that that uh, uh, they're shopping for. But hopefully, one of those things is, hey, <laughs> or maybe the first of those things is is this church, you know preaching jesus right and and is that that's the thing that i desperately needing is is someone that's going to nourish my 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 soul and point me to uh point me to christ um but yeah that that's an yeah so what would be a good reason to or what would be a good criteria at a church shop or what would be a bad criteria at a church shop yeah um i do think some of the things that you said of uh well what does this church believe what are they <laughs> teaching what do they hold to be true um, right. How do, they... do people know what they believe though? Like, like do people really know all the things that they believe? Because that's the other thing too. Like, do you do say, we really do people know what they? What do you mean? Do when you say they, do you mean do people know what they themselves believe, or do people know what certain churches? Both, like okay. almost, almost both. So, like, are they like saying, "Hey, this is what I believe," so I want to find a church that that kind of uh, uh, models my belief, yeah. right? That that agrees the same thing. Because that's I don't actually think that's always the case. Usually, it's like I not always I these things. Or, or honestly, I don't totally know what I believe. I'm still, you know, searching and, and I, I know some things. I don't know all things, which I think is a very healthy view, actually, to, to kind of hold some things pretty loosely and hold some things tightly and some things loosely. Um, uh, that would be, yeah, I wish everyone did that, actually. <laughs> hold hold uh, some things tightly and then other things like, ah, you know, I don't know about this, but this is maybe important to me about, you know, how we do baptism or how we communicate uh, about communion or otherwise. But um Yes, uh, right. Um, and then even determining uh, what things need to be held on tightly and what things need to be held held loosely will yeah. very much depend on um, how a person's already been sort of discipled right. and shaped and what shape. they already totally. believe. So there's a weird, there's a there's a tough kind of cycle of without um, a doubt. It church often works great when someone's already been formed uh, faithfully, right. I guess. But it's it does not work well at all when someone has just been sort of discipled by the world and then they just yeah. you know go with like worldly whatever. So I, I know it's like unavoidable. So I do say there are some some probably better criteria than others, like of what people should prioritize with the church. But there's like there's this really idealistic part of me that would love to um, get back to a little bit more of uh, what it was for like the first fifteen hundred years where you were just kind of. Uh, the, the church you went to and were part of was the church that was closest to you. Um, right. And then, you know, just to hope and assume that they would teach in a somewhat faithful way. But then like, instead of everyone getting to these competitive things, uh, trying to compete with each other and um, then communities actually, you know, you get to know the people in your community and you're somewhat 
dedicated to uh, being sort of a light for your community. Um, Cause now it's just, cause again, like you said, before cars, people were a lot more limited. And with the in- yeah. introduction of technology, I mean, technology always like it always destabilizes and you always have to kind of um, then figure out how to continue on with this new technology. And it's like, yeah, car is good, but like, honestly, we're like, there's significant maybe drawbacks with uh, people being able to drive uh, significant Yeah, distance. go far like, and not connect with the people around them. To yes. Yeah. And I, I hear think that. What, okay, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say one, one more thing with the, bringing it to the online church. What I don't like is that I think um, it moves the needle in the wrong direction as far as it, it really, it really feeds in the consumeristic um, right. I think a, a approach where um, like when, when you are uh, maybe a part of a church and it's, it's just in person, then you, there is a little bit of like checks and balances on yourself um, and let me a little bit of like accountability and right. encouragement with not only the rest of the community, but also like with the pastor, like, right. um, you know, everyone has such a bad taste in their mouth, probably with like the idea of, um, I don't know, pastors coming down heavy handed or like judging them or whatever. But again, if that's done really well, then it's like, there might be a pastor or Christian friends that like love you and they're going to maybe right. call you, try to call you out of your sin, like, you know, to yeah, come, part come to Jesus. And yeah. it's like, that's really built in to the nature of kind of the in-person gathering that right. there's someone that kind of knows me and, I need to just have the humility that I have, I have blind spots and I have sins that right. like I need to be made aware of. But when it's you're strictly online, it's so easy just to um, right, but, do exactly do we do that. But does that happen even in in, in person church? Does it like unless there's like a a, a long time history of like com- connectivity and 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 relationships and whatnot? Like I mean, that, like just coming into a church, you're not coming into like immediate accountability. Like typically, no, right? You're not no, coming. No, you wouldn't in, like, be. Um, but I'd say the online, my, my point is the online format moves the needle in the wrong direction, makes it even harder. It's yeah. <coughs> interesting. Well, as, as we were thinking about this, so is online church really church? Well, I was thinking about, so the online is a, is a tool, right. That can be used or otherwise. And, and so then is, is church in a building really church, right? Because church in a building, it, again, it's, it's a, it's a, tool like i mean buildings were built before it was you know church in in home so that again church is not church is not the thing that happens on sunday that you know that's that's worship gathering of the church coming together um but i think sometimes we yeah we will look at the the gathering moment on sunday is like kind of doing or performing church uh or or maybe that's a terrible way to say it um but but sometimes right especially if you're watching it like like a show or something like that or or uh or otherwise you have a transactional so, so yeah, feel maybe yeah right that it, it, again you can come even how we have our churches set up you, you come you sit you look forward and uh if you're a good lutheran you you know you sneak out because you sit in the back pew right and you, you leave right and so it's almost like mine why not just be online type thing if, if that if that is what the church is is just the thing that i check the box like mm-hmm. like you were saying earlier um but yeah, so how how does how is Christian community, uh, embodied Christian community formed at a physical church location, or uh, the possibility of online? I mean, can there be accountability online? Can there be you know connectivity and relationship online? Can there be those things? Uh, I mean, I, some people would say, yeah, that's the future of the church. I, I don't know. I'm not completely sold, but yeah, I'm not really sold on that. Um... I think for people that want to make church maybe as uh, convenient or I don't know, this would be, I don't know if this is uncharitable, but like not, not willing to uh, say no or sacrifice other things, but to want to do everything else and then also do church. Like when you kind of have that approach, um, then yeah, I do see the like, you can still say stay connected to uh, a community. You are kind of restricted to the kinds of interaction you can have. Um, yeah. You know, mostly text, you know, text, whether it's, you know, group chat or like whatever. And so you can communicate verbally, but like there's all the 
other kind of nonverbal. But I do think like as far as the accountability, um, if it's within, you know, a family as kind of like uh, in like closest, closest family friends, is that like the, you know, smallest kind of unit? And then you got maybe small group too, if you have right. that. And there's another yeah. layer to it. And then when you gather all together in person, like you're remembering that you are kind of a body uh, of believers and getting just a tangible, visible sense of that. Um, so yeah. like there's kind of the different, you know, uh, levels or sizes of the yeah. community. And I, and, but I do think, I do think that accountability, I, but again, you're right. People come to church and maybe people that have been lifelong members of <clears throat> the church that they grew up in and they come late, leave early, you know, whatever it is um, that they are, they might as well be joining from home um, right? and worshiping totally online uh, and being a part of the community totally online. Now I would say that's a concession in the wrong direction, uh, right. but you're right. If that's how you're seeing church and treating the community, um, right. then yeah, what, what is the difference? And right. I think a lot of people kind of realize that they're like, if it, I should, I just need, um, you know, I watch a TED talk, a TED talk on Tuesday to inspire me. And I listen to my sermon on Sunday to, you know, encourage me. And, you know, yeah. I, cu I curate my content and that's, right. you know, that's how I do life. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, no, I, I, I may, I don't know. Are you, <laughs> are you I guess, are you, I, 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 think I, I I maybe am a lot less enamored with online church stuff than some people. Uh, right. I, I don't know. And, and honestly, I'm a lot less enamored with just like, uh, I'm much more willing. I think it's a lot more important to acknowledge, um, some of the, the drawbacks of technology, different right. technologies. Uh, right. Like we all, we all kind of know it. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and what it's doing to us too, right? That, that's the other thing is the, 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 well, the, what's the, the, the medium sometimes is the message too, right? So the question of, of how, if the, if the medium is showing me that I can passively scroll through my phone and, uh, and press like, or even sh not, sh or share it without really doing anything other than pressing a button. And that somehow is my engaging with, uh, you know, uh, uh, the church then is that asking me to come and die or is it just asking me to you know sit and 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 think upon good things which again i actually think that's positive that when, when people share content that's hopefully inspiring and encouraging and, and pointing people to jesus I, I do think that that's an, an important thing uh to do I, I i found i was looking for this when we started i wrote something uh the week that covid it's too long i can't read the whole thing but <laughs> The week that COVID broke, and mm -hmm. I never posted it anywhere. Hmm. Um, but it was it was. If I get the Patreon only uh, content, <laughs> of that trick. pretty much. But it was it was the whole. My feet is filled with pastors trying to figure out how to be the body of Christ when we cannot actually be together. Right, we were creating. <laughs> we could, we, you know, we were creating content. Uh, we, you know, believe. I'll just kind of skim through it. Uh, you know, we were taught and believe that incarnational ministry is the best, coming alongside, the walking with, and being with. And that is the the lived word of God, one with another. But now the power of the words, you know, social distancing makes ministry weird. How can we have a ministry of presence when we can't be present, you know, with and for each other? You know, how is God with us, Emmanuel, that role? Um, how do we do that? And they kind of, what do I say here at the end? I don't even remember what I ended up writing. Um, you know, so what do we do? We see a bunch of content, right? It was information. Every pastor, including myself, scrambling today and every day to put out content to constantly engage people yeah praying yeah fasting yeah calling on parishioners on the phone but uh making sure we had the content live streamed or pre-recorded ready to go um and uh and so the question being like the analogy that i had in my mind was the world was on fire right and uh the world was on fire that's kind of what it felt like and all the pastors or myself, you know, I was thinking about myself. I was just kind of standing out next to the fire, waving my hands and saying, uh, look at me, right? Like, Hey, look over here, look over here. I I'm important. I, I'm, I, I matter. Um, and I, I had, I remember having like a crisis of identity in this, in this moment, a little bit of like, mm. why, like, this is the dumbest thing. Why are we not helping people? What do like, what do we, why are we just like putting out this content? Why am I putting out this content? 
But then, and I don't know if I actually got to this um, in this post. I don't think it, well, I never posted it, but uh, it was, oh yeah, I said, simply trying to do what we've done forever. It just feels like we're missing something. It's missing justice. It's missing mercy. It's, it's, it's offering comfort and hope. Yes, absolutely. But uh, we are not just the people who have the content. We are the body of Christ and we have connection. The connection is the content. Right, Christ is the connection, or Christ is in connection, not con- not content. I actually disagree with that because I think that Christ is in both. Uh, <laughs> I, that Christ is in connection, but He's also in content. And, and yes, we were waving our hands, but we weren't saying, "Look at me." Hopefully, right? The whole hopefully what we were saying was, "Look at Jesus." Right? Look at Jesus. That He is hope in the midst of this. And so, whether that's online or in person, uh, I, I, I remember having just a, a crisis of identity back in that time of what is the role of church and, and are we being faithful stewards in the middle of uh, it felt like a huge tectonic shift in the world. Right. And it was, and it's still, I think we're, we still are trying to figure out the effects of that. Um, and not, not the least of all the church. I mean, there's a lot of people that left and uh, haven't come back because they were, you know, nominally Christian or otherwise like, and that they realized it wasn't that valuable to, them. and we're all trying to get back to, Hey, what was before? Um, or we're trying to recreate, the wheel and say, Hey, let's do this new online thing. Cause that was really, uh, you know, we got a lot of clicks and a lot of likes and a lot of shares and there's gotta be something more than this, right? More than just, okay, what was before, what were the idols that we had as a church? What were the metrics that we used that maybe weren't the things that we necessarily needed to, that to, you know, to measure faithfulness or to measure quote unquote effectiveness, whatever that means. Right. But, but, but now we see, I mean, I see anyway, uh, you know, with all these revivals kind of happening around uh, the world and especially around the younger generation is just this yearning for, uh, for wonder and standing in the mystery of God, honestly. And just like, uh, yeah, not having it all figured out, but just like really just surrendering and repenting and, and wondering at all, but you know, go on. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, we're an unwondering. Uh, we're going to change the name of the pod. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're certain. And actually that's the thing is I, I think it's important that we know that we're certain on certain things, right? That, that there's, there's certainty that, that we're called to have on, on certain things, but then there's wonder that we're called to stand in and, 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 and allow to live, allow our lives to live in that tension. Um, and when we have to be certain about everything, that's exhausting. And that's never something I don't think that we're called to do as, as pastors is to have utter and complete certainty on everything. I mean, yeah, we want to be sure and we want to be careful and we want to be, you know, uh, uh, faithful, but also recognizing our own limitations, even in interpretation, right. That, okay. I, I think this is what God's saying, but I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm in trying to interpret this word. I'm trying to hold this word. I'm trying to let this word interpret me. Um, and I'm trying to faithfully, what, what does faithful, the body of Christ, what does that actually look like? And I, I mean, I, Ultimately, if we look at the New Testament, you're like, well, it kind of looks like church, you know, but but they met together every day. Right. They they gave to the poor in a unique way. Like, you know, they they welcome people. in. And, and again, most churches meet regularly. They give to the poor. I mean, we have you know, tons of different things kind of constantly that we're trying to do to, to, to bless the, the people around us. But I don't know. So I think. Yeah, thinking about church in general and the role of uh, of church in the world, uh, is it can church be online? Well, I, yeah. The what is the point? Is the point of it? It's connection. It's not just content. It's not just connection. And but the point of the church is Christ. And can Christ communicate through electrons? Yeah, I mean, I, I hope so. I mean, that's kind of what we're talking right <laughs> over electrons right now we're, we're, we're talking over the internet um and i don't think this is completely you know pointless or maybe maybe <laughs> other people do but but you know <laughs> right well yes so i mean i think you touched on a number of uh helpful things to to think about and just <laughs> as you mentioned um well just as you mentioned like uh yeah in one very real sense the church is online in, yeah, in the sense of Christians are online, yeah. um, right? So like, we are in all the ways that we may interact and speak, like uh, in whatever platform, whatever way. Um, th- there is uh, the church having a presence, an online presence. Um, so, but the church understood in much more the sense of the people, um, right? 
Yeah. And I think, and I, and I do think, um, I do think that's important. Uh, and you know, I remember when we did talk <laughs> at the start of COVID and I remember you kind of using that, that picture of standing there waving your hands, even though there's a fire going on. Um, yeah. And I just was reflecting on where my head was at at that time. And for me, um, I personally didn't really, I didn't really need every single person uh, and every single, you know, I wasn't looking for hope and encouragement from different folks. Right. Uh, Right. Us, I didn't really feel, I didn't feel super, I wasn't super phased by a lot of it, maybe just out of total right. ignorance or, you know, whatever. Um, or I, I, I don't know. Um, but uh, I know for a lot of people, it did kind of help them get through day to day of, of right. reading those. And that's you're true. right. Like I, I know for a lot of people, that's that it, they truly, that was kind of the lifeline again, seeing these different posts on Facebook of like, where yeah. we're not just waving and say, look at me, but uh, reminding people of what, what is true right. with Jesus, no matter what is going on. Um, so yeah, that's like, that's a, that's a really, that is a good thing. Um, and I think part of the phrase that I've been, you know, really chewing on uh, that I feel like relates to this is, I don't know who said it, but that people don't care what you know until they know that you care. Um, yeah. and I do think that's very true in a lot of ways. Totally. Um, and like, Cause you could have lots of things to share that you may know that are true. Um, but what does cause someone to really care about what you'd say? Um, yeah. And right. Unless it's like really, really insightful and creative and whatever. Um, yeah. like I care about a lot of things I like CS Lewis said, but he didn't know me, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, all kinds of, of right. people like I care about what they say cause you know, they're probably really insightful or whatever. But for most people, it's like right. to um, and like to really kind of minister to them or to right. um, have them even care about the encouragement you're trying to share. Like that's be some kind of way to establish like you actually care about them, you know. Right. Um, yeah. And so I, I say that to say like for the church to have a presence online. Um, to, for the church to be concerned about not only communicating what we know, but somehow demonstrating that we care. Um, right. And however that takes place. But I do think like both, both need to be there um, to really do. And I just think that's also really hard to harder to do online. Um, totally. In an effective way. Like it's a lot easier to have people in person and they will, uh, I don't know, when you go through something tough, they'll kind of rally around you or someone, yeah you know, spends two hours talking you through a life crisis or something, then it's like, then you, you've really, you know, that they care. And then it's like, when they speak in your life, um, you are much more willing to listen. Like, you know, that they care about you. So if they're saying something, even if they're saying something tough, like I'm more willing to trust them and to listen to them. Um, yeah. and like, I feel like that is a lot of what a church community is supposed to be. Uh, and just like, forming that kind of community where you know that people care. So like I will listen to you and lean on you and talk to you and, you know, um, but so how, how do, how does church, how does church in person lend itself to that? Right. That, that I know that the person next to me cares about me. Right. Rather than like, I know that maybe I know the pastor cares about me. Maybe I know, it's like if I'm, if I'm if I'm regular, maybe somebody checks in with me or something like that. But like I know a lot of people, you know, when we stopped the passing of the peace, they're like, "Yay, thank God! I don't <laughs> want to ever have to say hello to anybody else ever again." Yeah. Uh, I'm super introverted or whatever else, and I I was grateful for you know that. And it's like, well, wait a second, like, yeah, it's okay to be a little uncomfortable. It's okay to be a little bit vulnerable, and actually, that's where Christ live like christ lives in this connection right in this in this relationship um and but but yeah is it is it just consistency i mean is it you know i guess there's other opportunities for service and for prayer and for coming along i think maybe that's what it is yeah yeah. coming alongside of people in the middle of 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 life and and 
mutual lives submitting to the Lord together. Um, um, but yeah, I, I don't know if, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if our typical liturgy, like, you know, lends itself to relationship forming. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, uh, no, it doesn't. And I would agree that you would need uh, a whole combination of things outside of the hour of Sunday worship. Um, right. And I think, you know, uh, my church here does a decent job of trying to um, encourage a lot of those things. Yeah. Yeah, we did too. Um, we had a bunch of, you, we had some good soups last night, man. Cool. <laughs> Soup supper. We had oh, yeah. a, some fantastic, Classic. there was an Amish chicken noodle and a pork and ham. No, uh, ham and no pork and bean, uh, something. Oh, it was so good. Mm. But <laughs> yeah, well, it is like, it is a potluck stuff. Like the stuff that like on the yeah. one hand, we kind of, I don't know if you've been in church, so you might like roll your eyes out. You're like, Oh, what, how is that important? But yeah, in, in other ways, like if you really kind of give it a chance, it can, that's where you actually get to know someone. And then you learn their life right. story. You're like, Holy cow. Like I never knew you went through all that. And right. You know, then it's like ways for you to be known and for you to know other people. Um, yeah. and, and so again, like, I think, um, uh, yeah, there's potential. Now, what I also do appreciate with like, my church here is that we really spent quite a bit of time talking through the philosophy of online worship actually. Um, right. And we just kind of landed on, you know, some specific things. And one of them was that like, we were not going to try to ever create an online community like that online would not be the kind of, end, but not like means to right. kind of more of an on-ramp. Right. Um, and I was, I, you know, really uh, agreed with that and you know yeah. it can help people get to know us a little bit uh it's kind of like when um <laughs> there's that there's that meme where if a place has string lights the what you say is oh we could get married there yeah you know, or oh that i bet they have good food <laughs> i've not seen that one that's okay or it's like yeah if any if any restaurant has string lights it's like oh that place looks good it's like they literally <laughs> just had string lights <laughs> and you're making a whole assumption it's like uh, for Not better or worse, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> that, and they may have good food, but it's like, it really shouldn't be that much of an indicator. Um, but like, there are some things that like the stream lights for restaurants, like, yeah, that church is my want to put out there for people to know what kind of place this is. But right. I think as long as it's kind of aimed at like, you kind of want to be a part of, you know, kind of get enmeshed in this community uh, with different uh, in-person yeah, things. I think that's, I just feel better about that. I don't know. And I'm, yeah. uh, I think but yeah. you would, you would disagree. And I think I would too, that, well, maybe, I don't know. It is, I've heard the phrase, if you're not online, like if you're not like that, you are somehow failing or something like that. And because I've, I've also heard of the idea of, okay, well, what's the point of videotaping all your stuff and, uh, and putting it out there so the people then don't come. Uh, like if it's, I heard somebody recently in a podcast saying like, yeah, if I was starting a church, I would not, I would be online, but I would not broadcast services. They would all be in person or, but then I also hear the other side of no, I mean, this is the, this isn't going anywhere. We need to, we need to lean into this and, and yeah, not kind of like you said, maybe not create the online community, but, but let the, let the online create community in person, like to be, be the on-ramp for the, uh, for the in-person gathering. Um, but for what, what about those, those churches that like, just don't have that ability to be online? Is that, you know know what I mean? Like, is that, yeah, I don't know. I would probably stick with, um, and maybe so like, okay, with teaching, then worship, and then even with community, like I would, I would be fine if it wasn't too much extra work, put kind of the teaching online. Um, because hearing lots of stories of people even just kind of hearing the gospel and that, Right. Like even if, even if they never come, like if that does kind of do something like leads them, but I'd want that person to join a church somewhere like, um, so never just be creating these consumers of content and that's the end all of Christians. But I would put it out there if it, you know, cause lots of stories of that actually happening. Um, but as far as the worship in the community, I would keep those more strictly in person. Um, Yeah. That's how I would kind of respond to that. So like, like, yeah, yeah. Put out a podcast of the messages or whatever. Um, People can hear what you're teaching. And again, but then it's also tough because like if people have the right criteria, then that's great. But if they come from 
a place that has the wrong kind of theological whatever then uh or just you know uh, they got the wrong criteria then um you never get the chance to really like try to disciple them into a more faithful understanding of things um right yeah but yeah, that's yeah discipleship. I mean. Yeah, how do you? Yeah, that, that's another. I guess is probably a different question for another time. But yeah, discipleship online or discipleship in general. I think huh. that is a a thing that uh, uh, struggle. We, we struggle. Like we we can do program, we can do an event, we can do an activity. But how does that translate into uh, a discipleship of? Hey, I'm dying to self. I'm moving towards Christ. I'm you know I'm taking that step of faith, and I'm I'm yeah mo- I'm modeling my life. Uh, after this person or as, as, you know, I follow them as they follow Christ or something like that. Right. Or, or I'm following Jesus. Um, and we're doing this together. Yeah. I think discipleship is obviously it's a, it's a word we use a lot, but it takes a lot of different shapes in different places. We should do a podcast on discipleship actually. I'd probably um, be, and we'd really be, want to like make sure we wouldn't just talk in circles because, or because yeah. <laughs> I could get, yeah. it's, it can be so tough it to can, really even like pin be. down. And, um, right. but I think it's, it is a, definitely a good thing to talk about and you're right it is related but a whole nother big thing um yeah but yeah what would you and even to kind of maybe wrap it what would you say to that question of um the one you you posed to me of like if you were to be i guess starting a church or whatever like what would your yeah starting a church i don't know i mean i i think i think there's in it's invaluable to um uh, yeah people are online right that's where they're at uh, and so, um, it's invaluable to have, uh, people be able to see both truth and maybe story and uh, an ability to potentially connect to your community online, whatever, whatever that is. If that's, you know, art right now, our, the, the, the church TikTok has a lot of connection <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh, which is funny. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, some people really don't like TikTok, but, or, you know, other, other places where people can engage with. Uh, some content, but that's, again, that's not the only thing that, that, that happens. Um, it's, uh, uh, so I, yeah, I think, I, I think similar to what you said in regards to let online be a resource to point people to, uh, a local body, right. A local and, and what that quote unquote church looks like, I think can look a lot different too. It could be a house church. It could be, you know, it could be a, Lutheran church up the street. It could be another church that, you know, preaches Jesus and, and, uh, but pointing to a community that we desperately need. Um, we desperately need one another and we're not willing to admit that in an individualistic kind of over hyper, um, kind of, yeah, independent culture in society. We think that we, that strength is, is doing things on your own, but no, there's a, God's, God's wired us for relationship and he's wired the church to be a place to, um, to have incredible relationship, to be able to lean on one another in times of grief, to celebrate one another in times of joy, uh, to challenge, to encourage, to pray with and for. Uh, this past weekend I was talking about the concept of praying, uh, praying for versus praying with. You have people you pray with or just people you pray for, right? And, and is there people that like – you know, when Paul goes around, he's he's hitting he's hitting the beach on his knees, praying with people and being prayed over and prayed upon. Not prayed upon. That sounds funny, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So, do we have those embodied relationships? And um, and that's incredibly important. And, and those can happen. This can begin online. But just like any sort of dating relationship, if you, if you begin online, I'm telling. I'm, there's one dude that I'm telling right now. I, telling him to join a dating site because he wants to you know find a find a relationship find a wife i'm like dude go online he's not feeling it. I'm like dude do it like I, I think i think i think you'll be benefited by it but the goal would not be that that relationship would stay online right it should it would never would a dating relationship yeah. stay online and i think that is would, honestly a great a great comparison like yeah it's just the nature of the world today where that's sometimes the only way to meet someone um yeah totally but then everyone eventually you know to lead to a marriage right. where you are in person and in person marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not one of these online marriages. Online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, as I was just, as I'm thinking that actually, that, that, that is a decent comparison. Um, and, and one that, yeah, it, it would, it would feel you can, you can hide online. Right. Um, and, uh, or you can cultivate or you can, 
uh, what's the word? Uh, you can create a facade of, of what you want somebody else to see, but yeah, like in a, in a, in a marriage in a, and you could do that on a, in a profile on a dating website or in a marriage, you can't do that. Like right, I, I, I know, much harder. I no longer impress my wife, right? Like, yeah. she's, she's unimpressed by me. Like, like she, she knows me too well to be impressed by me. Like, but like, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, I could have put a pretty good, you know, profile together. That's right. But yeah, but then you, you actually love. Then yeah. you're you're you understand that? Yeah, love. Uh, <laughs> love is not love, impressed. We'll not see love past impressed, all that. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and then someone actually knows you, and that's right. that is nice too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do like that comparison. Nice. Yeah, I, that just came as I, I think not, it's great. Not, not, was not planning to wrap it up. No, we, we were in planning on talking about this today, so we ended up talking. Yeah, that's about true. That, so, yeah, but I think I think we touched on a number of good things. I think our listeners will be really impressed <laughs> <laughs> with this online oh, content gosh. we're pushing out. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I think I think that wraps it. Huh. All right. Yeah, I think we wondered. We wondered, Well, We wondered. I I felt myself wondering. Um, (laughs) uh, Well, listeners, thanks so much. Um, You'll never get back that hour of your life, but I hope you don't want to. Uh, (laughs) But we can't wait to get the next, um, next episode out to you, and we'll see you then.